What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I think the person who stole the show last night was definitely Shane Bieber. A lot of talk about him, a lot of buzz about him. We'll get into that as he made his second start of the year. And then also, you know, a lot of other good games. You know, the season's in full swing, and I'm really liking how some of these uh, these broadcasts, like on Fox, they've done a great job with the sound and with the graphics and things like that, putting fake fans in the stands. And it really sounds and feels like you're watching a real game on TV. It really does. And it's it's great production quality. I really like it. And because I was watching the uh, Red Sox-Mets game yesterday on Fox, and that was really well done. So I just want to tip my hat to them. But getting into it, so yes, yesterday Shane Bieber pitched. He he threw his second game of the year, um, and he looked untouchable, absolutely untouchable. And now he set a record for the most punchouts in two games. That's 27 strikeouts in his first two games. Well, I guess it's not just it's not the most strikeout in two games. It's the most strikeout in a pitcher's first two outings in the season. So I guess that qualifier, you know, cherry picks it a little bit. Um, but that that ties the record with Carl Spooner of the Dodgers, who did it in 1954. But it's an American League record, at least, because Nolan Ryan did, did 25Ks in his first two. But yeah, Shane Bieber just stole the show. I mean, he's the Indians ace. I mean, people knew this before the season started. You know, it was either going to be Clevenger or Bieber. But I think people were already leaned Bieber just because of the way he ended last year. And he's an absolute stud. I mean, this dude... So on opening day, it was no fluke. We knew that he was good against Cleveland. But yesterday against the Twins, you know, one of the best lineups in all of baseball. I mean, what more can you ask for? What more can you ask for? Um, it's it's quite exciting to watch. A 13-strikeout gem. I mean, he was, th- he was throwing curveballs, 37 curveballs. 13 of them resulted in a swing and miss on opening day. Then yesterday, 34 curveballs which produced nine swings and misses and six called strikes. I mean, guys just absolutely couldn't touch him for the Twins yesterday. And um, he outdueled Jose Barrios. Jose Barrios was pitching for the Twins, who actually ended up pitching pretty well, but he got outdueled. I mean, Bieber, this dude, you know, eight innings, eight shot innings, 13 punch outs. And uh, Barrios was pretty good himself. You know, two runs on three hits through five innings, but those two runs he gave up were were all that um, Shane Bieber needed because the Indians won this game two to nothing thanks to a two-run blast by Mr. Francisco Lindor. So that's that. In other news, Marco Gonzalez threw a gem as well yesterday and helped the Mariners and their pitching staff struggles. Gonzalez went six and a third strong innings with two unearned runs on three hits, 94 pitches. And he helped the Mariners beat the Angels 8-5 to yesterday to win a three-game series at Angel Stadium. And the Mariners finished their season opening road trip at 3-4. and They're a half game behind the first place Astros and A's in the AL West at 3-4. and that's, that's what happens in a 60-game season, right? But someone who's really turning heads for the Mariners is rookie center fielder Kyle Lewis. Um, I mean, yeah, he, he was a highlight reel in center field last night. Absolutely. And he's looking pretty good, uh, with the bat, at least a 770 OPS through seven games, 
But Kyle Lewis is, you know, finally paying dividends. You know, he was a first-round pick for them a few years ago and then, you know, battled injuries and stuff through the minor leagues. But he's a he's he's a raw power guy, and he has some tools out there. But he's, he's showing that he's definitely able to reach that potential that everyone saw from him. J.P. Crawford as well is also starting to hit a little bit. J.P. Crawford, you know, the shortstop, looking pretty good. He's been productive as of late. Uh, he was two for five and scored two runs from the leadoff spot. I mean, he's hitting... 375 and his 516 OBP is actually third in the American League. So JP Crawford is also looking pretty good. So the Mariners have some nice pieces. Um, obviously, season's still young, but they're they're off to a solid start. Just half a game out of first place, and in a expanded playoff year like this, we'll take that. We'll take that if we're if we're if we're Mariners fans, right? So also, it was announced yesterday that. For this season, doubleheaders are going to be shortened. They're going to be shortened to seven innings a piece, and that's going to help to you know speed up games. You know this this is a year. It's an experimental year. This is a year they're throwing everything at the wall, and they're going to see what sticks. You know they're they're doing seven inning doubleheaders, and then the extra inning rule that you you know start the extra innings with a runner on second will still apply. So the eighth inning will begin with a runner on second base and things like that. I mean, why not? Why not? Seven inning doubleheaders is is a great way to get you know, get both games in in a reasonable amount of time. And then you're also truncating, you know, the back end of the game by starting extras with runners on second base so that, you know, so that there's less likelihood of a super long marathon game. Christian Vasquez had a two-home run game for the Red Sox. The Red Sox won this game 4-2 to yesterday. They defeated the Mets. That's their second straight uh, win over the Mets. And uh, thanks to Christian Vasquez, I mean, that's three home runs in two games for Christian Vasquez, I mean, he's been carrying the team. Um, I mean, J.D. Martinez, Andrew Benteni, and Xander Bogarts are still trying to find their groove, but Vasquez has been carrying the offense throughout this first week. He's hitting 421 with a 450 OBP and an 1105 OPS. I mean, he's he's Boston's offense right now. And lefty starter Mar- Martin Perez actually pitched well. I mean, he had a really shaky first start for the Red Sox, but, you know, he earned his stripes last night, held the Mets to two hits and two runs walking four and punching out five over five and two-thirds. And uh, this is the first time the Red Sox won a game started by someone other than Nathan Evaldi. Exciting game last night. Like I said, the broadcast made it really good on Fox, and it made it really fun to watch. I enjoyed that one. Corey Seager is off to a hot start for the Dodgers. Uh, He's off to a very hot start. I mean, he hit 320 with a 913 OPS over this past week and um yeah he i mean i guess that was before yesterday's game and then starting off week two you know because you know that's the beginning of the second week because they played thursday the previous week starting week two which was last night seager belted another home run second home run of the year in their series opener against the d-backs that's lefty lefty off of robbie ray and that brings his total stat line on the year to 321 with a 1013 OPS. And you know, when you see Corey Seager doing this, at times like this, you remember why he was an elite prospect. I mean, he was supposed to be the headliner in the next Dodgers dynasty. And he was part of like, you know, that crop of shortstops everyone will talk about: Francisco Lindor, Carlos Correa, Javi Baez, Trevor Story. And all these guys, including Seager, are in the free agent class of the winter of 2021. 
and they're all going to be in their prime. Seager and Lindor are 26, Correa is 25, Baez and Story are 27. It could it could be the best shortstop class of all time, especially if Corey Seager continues to play like this. I mean, if he's the same shortstop he was in 2016 and 17, he was a silver slugger and he was in the NL MVP mix. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna be paid handsomely in free agency if he can stay healthy by then. But this dude is outraking the entire league right now. Um, he he led MLB in a lot of Statcast leaderboards. Most hard hit balls in opening week. Um, most hard hit and sweet spot batted balls. Most barrels. I mean, he's just been hitting the ball really hard. If you look at his Statcast profile, he's 99th percentile, 100th percentile for most of that stuff. So he's he's absolutely mashing right now. So balls jumping off of Corey Seager's bat. Dodgers are excited. Will they keep him after 2021? I don't know. But regardless of what happens, he's earning himself a nice payday. Max Freed. Max Freed is looking good for the Atlanta Braves. Six and two-thirds, one run, and seven punch-outs yesterday. A big round of applause for Mr. Max Freed as the Braves were able to notch a 2-1 win over the Rays on Thursday night in Atlanta. He's looking a little bit like an ace. I mean... He's not finding himself fronting with fronting a rotation with Mike Soroka. Those two guys are becoming a one-two punch. You know, two young players like that. I mean, Braves fans have to be absolutely excited. Um, he, he's been good. He's Freeze out allowed just three runs in his first eleven innings this year. Opponents have hit just one thirty-two against him. So, good good looks for Mister Max Freed and the Braves win that game. So yeah, a lot of excitement, a lot of excitement to begin the year. Uh, the Angels have, the Angels have uh, placed Mike Trout on the paternity list. His wife is expecting their first child on Monday, so congratulations, uh, a little early congrats to the Trout family. And um, yeah, I mean he's been excited for this. He was talking about this. Uh, you know, Trout initially had some trepidation about whether he would play this year, but then he decided he would play so now he's going to step aside and be there for his family and for the birth of his first child i believe it's going to be a boy yeah it's a baby boy so congratulations to the trout family but yeah i mean in the meantime they do have um i mean they, they have uh, guys to take his place brian goodwin has been really good he's been using this year to make a statement on the field uh i mean this dude had two hits including a home run on Wednesday in, in their loss to the Mariners. I mean, Brian Goodwin actually set career highs last year. This is the reason why the Angels are not rushing Joe Adele right now. Brian Goodwin played 136 games and hit 262 with 29 doubles and 17 home runs. So he's been really good, and this year has been no different. So he's been a good uh, outfielder. I mean, if, if Joe Adele were to come up right now, it would actually be tough for Joe Adele to, to actually outplay Brian Goodwin because Goodwin has definitely been really good. So... Shout out to him. But that's going to do it for today. Those are the big hits, you know, big topics. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.